The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Dublin's Temple Bar business owners have been speaking out about a surge in antisocial behaviour and drug use in Temple Bar. It attracts up to 60,000 visitors every day, but it has become home to open drug use and gang activity. That's according to some. Now, joining me, Kieran Hogan, owner of the Clockwork Door Escape Rooms and Venue, that's in Temple Bar, and Neil Ring, Dublin City Councillor, former Lord Mayor of Dublin. Good morning and welcome to you both. Kieran, what are your experiences of this kind of behaviour? Well, it has got really dire. Um, since the lockdowns, probably, it's, it's been much worse. Um, in the last two or three months, we've had our tip jar stolen about three times. So we have just a little door that faces out onto Wellington Key, and it comes right up the landing, straight up the stairs, and there's a reception. So they figured out, you know, they can run up the stairs. If no one's on desk for, you know, 30 seconds, they'll snatch the tip jar and run away. And, uh, I mean, that's that's just the lightest of it. I don't even mind the tip jar stuff. It's The city centre itself has just gone to hell. Um, it's it's like it's like a third world country, I'm sorry to say. But, you know, I fear for my staff when they're they're going home at night. There's, there's gangs of people hanging around looking very dangerous, very shifty, very desperate. And it's hard to do business. People are definitely, like, I, I have a lot of tourists coming to us and I say, guys, get out of the city. That's, that's the only advice I have to give them. Now, you have a doorway, as you say, looking onto the quays at the Hapney Bridge. Um, yeah. That doorway, obviously, I'm sure when it rains that ordinary people just shelter from the rain when it happens. But obviously, it's a haven for other kinds of activities as well. Yes, yes, we do occasionally have, you know, I think drug deals do happen in there. Um, if I'm around, I, I kind of scowl at them and I try to get them to move. Sometimes they're they're very shameless and they just scowl back at me while they're clearly conducting something illicit. Um, and, you know, there's very little I can do. Um, I feel like when I, you know, there's not even a point in calling the Gardaí because I know, firstly, they won't respond in time. And secondly, they can't do anything about it. Um, the number of Gardaí on the street has visibly declined in the, we've been operating about seven years now. There's just, there's no one on the beat. You don't see them like you used to. And and that's why, of course, there's an explosion in, in crime and antisocial behaviour and drug dealing and, and everything has just gone so much worse. So is, is it since the pandemic you've noticed this change? Because obviously there was antisocial behaviour on the streets. If you remember a, a little bit up from Temple Bar in the Wicklow Street area, Drury Street area, um, you know, there was drinking on the streets as people got the takeaway pints and all the rest. And it became a bit dodgy for uh, several weeks, if not a couple of months. Um, I, I can say it was on the decline, definitely before lockdown. But I think there was definitely a dramatic rise in it after lockdown. And, and it's been increased by a lot of the pressures that we see now. So there's a housing crisis, which is pushing more people into homelessness. There's a drug crisis, which is pu- pushing people into taking, dealing and, and uh, involving themselves with the drug trade. There's a antisocial behavior crisis. You know, there's, there's young teens out there who just want to start a fight. There's, there's so many of these social problems that are exacerbating the problem. I, and I don't see it getting better. There's no... There's no thing, no factor or no person or no organization is driving it to improve. So it's going to get worse. And I have a lot of staff in there. Some of them, you know, the late teens, early 20s, they're not going to fight for themselves. And I'm terrified one night, we're locking up, sometimes it's 10, 11 o'clock when they're heading home. And I'm terrified every night when they have to do that. And that's why I'm trying to take as many of the late shifts as I can, because 
well, if someone's going to get hurt, at least me, I can fight for myself a bit. But I don't want to, to come in one morning and say, your staff member's in hospital. And that's what I'm really afraid of. Yeah. Now, and if, um, if you I know, in, in, chance, I would move out. In, in some cities, there are areas that are no-go. Uh, and that's true across Europe, across North America. You're warned, just don't go down there. Or if you do, be wary. Yeah. But we are talking about the centre of our capital city. I mean, this is, yeah, you know, high tourist no, there's, area. There's no reason for it. If, if the will was behind it, it could be cleared out and changed in, in a week's time. It, we could absolutely do it. But like I said, all the factors are driving it worse. There's nothing trying to counteract us. And this is on the feet of, you know, government have made the decisions that are leading us into this circumstance. And they could make the decisions that lead us out. But I'm interested in that. Absolutely not. Okay, Kieran. Uh, let's go to uh, Neil Ring, uh, Dublin City Councillor, former Lord Mayor of Dublin. Uh, Neil, this is a problem, and really, you know, it is unacceptable that this should be the way it is in the heart of tourist Dublin. Of course, it is, Pat. It's it's unacceptable anywhere in in the city. And just anecdotally, I was speaking to a friend of mine this morning who delivers into Temple Bar. I hadn't been in Temple Bar in in a good while, as as I I prefer to pay a five or a pint in in uh, the north inner city than a tenner over in Temple Bar. But. My a friend of mine who delivers there every morning at 6.30am, he's been doing it for the last year, he said he's seeing around, uh, I think it's Cecilia Street, uh, Crow Street, they're handing these crack cocaine pipes around, they're just sitting around at 6.30 in the morning, and he said, and, he, and I have no reason to disbelieve him, he hasn't seen a guard, and he's been delivering there for the last year. Not one morning has he ever seen a guard at 6.30, when these guys... And girls, unfortunately, are beginning their day of their own drug issue and then which which turns into whatever, the antisocial behaviour, the robbing, yeah. etc. It's so been it's, suggested it's, uh, to me that that, that that may be to do with the shift change that's happening, uh, that when your friend is delivering, that the guards are changing shifts. So some of them are walking to the station, some of them are walking from the station. Uh, so there is that uh, moment in time, or probably hour in time, where fewer police are on location well, I, than there might be. But Pat, I think we know from the north inner city and the south inner city, there, there just there's a huge resource problem within the Gardaí. I know from our area, we're down hundreds of Gardaí. Now there's Operation Citizen, there was Operation Spire, and the guards, the guards, and you, you speak to them as well as I do, they're working flat out, they're doing the best they can, but they just haven't got the resources. Mm. And I feel for the likes of Kieran and particularly the staff, because you see it all over the, all over the city, Moore Street now at this stage, and Talbot Street. Talbot Street's gone to hell and I always defend the city. I, I would hate to say to anybody don't go into the city but unfortunately I think we're getting to a stage at, at, at this point where people are literally afraid to go into the city and when you see for example I was talking to Joe Costello my uh, council colleague he got an answer to a question recently over half the homeless hostels and drug units are put into the north inner city, the ones in, in the city, and the south inner city gets a huge proportion. So when, when unfortunately, when you, when you bring in those services and the unfortunate people who have to use the services, you're going to have this chaos. But unless you have the backup and mm. you have the guards on board, you have Dublin City Council who are on board with, the, with, with their units, unless, but unless you have the resources, you can't be yeah. just but, but land, Neil, land. What Kieran said there is that you call the guards and even if they do come, 
what can they do? What powers do they have? What is the approach of a couple of Gardaí who come across a gang of people who are passing around a crack pipe? I mean, what are they supposed to do? You know, well, if, what, what if, is if the weapon that they have at their disposal? Do they call the so-called paddy wagon and shove them all into it? They're taken where? What happens to them when they're taken to the local guard, the station or whatever? Is there a, a summary court, a district court that can handle all of those things? Then what happens? They get fined. They have no money, they say. They're back on the street. What is the resource that the guard they have to deal with this kind of behaviour? The resource they actually need, Pat, are the likes of Merchants Key, uh, but like uh, at a ten times the level, so that these unfortunate people who who didn't when they were children didn't decide I'm going to be a drug addict. And don't forget, Pat, the illegal drug trade in this country is one billion euros. And it's not only the people smoking the crack cocaine in Temple Bar. Don't forget the middle classes this weekend who'll be stuffing cocaine up their noses and then coming onto shows like yours and giving out about, oh, I can't go into the city centre. You know, everyone's feeling it's a, it's a much more macro level question than, you know, just what do they do with the few down there? It's a massive rehabilitation program. Get the services in. But, and, and we, we now, fortunately, we seem to have the funds for it, but we haven't, we are not putting the funds into the resources. Yeah, but again, I'm trying to get practical policing and maybe we need to talk to the Gardaí. Um, you know, what are they to do? Suppose they come across a gang of people. I mean, there is open drug dealing on the bridge at Merchants Quay. And what's across the road from Merchants Quay? The forecourts. What's just behind the forecourts? The Bride- Bridewell Guard the station. And yet you can have open drug dealing on Merchants Quay Bridge. So, like, what are the guards supposed to do? I'm just trying to get a handle on the well, practical well, way to guard the arrive. They come across a situation where obviously open drug taking or drug dealing is happening. Uh, what are they supposed to do? What resources can they call Pat, upon? What you're saying there, Pat, is when they arrive, they should be there all the time. There should be guards on every street in Temple Bar, in the north inner city, where these drug supermarkets are literally taking place. But they haven't got the resources. So what two guards can do when they arrive is a different question to the fact that there should be guards there all the time as a deterrent. By the way, uh, some of our listeners are taking issue with the notion that if you complain about Temple Bar, that you're shoving cocaine up your nose at the weekend. Um, that people saying that is not the case and if you do then come on the show and start complaining about it that there's an assumption on your part that they're cocaine users No, no, what I'm saying is this drug, this overall drug issue in the country, Pat, is people, why are people not addressing it and, and addressing it correctly because it's a one billion industry that's why And we, what, but getting back to the fundamental question in Temple Bar and in Sean McDermott Street and in 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 um, Summer Hill, where there's open drug dealing and open drug use, if there are no guards on the beat, and this is this is going back to the, the community safety partnership issue that we have in the North Inner City, everyone, every survey we've done, every person we've asked they say have guards on the beat. That's the first deterrent. CCTV might be another one. Maybe the Temple Bar Company could take a leaf out of Dublin Bid's book, uh, Dublin Town's book, and have people in and out all the time. Once there's, once there's activity on the street, you find less drug use. 
But Garda presence on the street is a real deterrent, as is CCTV. And maybe the Temple Bar traders could get together and fund some rehabilitation projects. I don't know if they already do. They possibly do. Because these people don't, as I say, Pat, drug users don't, you know, wait, decide one day I'm going to be a drug user. They're being used by the people who are who want to get their hands on this one billion of funding that of one billion of funds that are being spent in our country every year on illegal drugs. All right, I'll read you some of the texts. I've lived in Temple Bar for over 12 years. Usually, wouldn't have a bad word said about the neighbourhood, but now, in current times, the place is horrific. It's terrifying. I do think this issue is citywide, however, and not just restricted to Temple Bar. I totally agree with your speaker. I'm born and bred in Dublin 7. I'm in the town centre several times a week. It's a mess. Litter, dog poo aggressive begging, practically zero policing. A Temple Bar resident, I live facing the clockwork door. This has been years in the making. COVID made it visible. We've been raising the issue for years, for decades. Temple Bar has been bad for a long, long, long time. We've reported to DCC, to the Gardaí, to Leinster House. Let's not pretend this is a new issue. Uh, flood the city with guards, uh, says another. Abolish closing time. Let pubs and clubs open and close when they want. Allow Uber. 24-hour buses and most important legalise all drugs problem largely solved that's according to Hugh Mullen some good ideas in there not everyone would agree with all his contentions Um, there's a serious crack cocaine problem in the city which is getting worse the dealing and smoking is visible all around the Temple Bar area and further down the Quays Uh, you need more than one Garda to walk around the city centre what's one Garda going to do against gangs in Spain the police arrive uh, and park in areas there are groups of them available uh, for whatever incident arises not just one please inform your councillor that those crack addicts are there on Cecilia Street all night. Temple Lane South resembles Skid Row in San Francisco. Um, City centre yesterday, dreadful. Never saw one guard from 10am until 4.30. Talbot Street, no go anymore. Hi, I'm a taxi driver. I see drug dealing on a regular basis at Aston's Quay. I've called the police lots of times. All I get is, if we have a patrol in the area, we'll send it around. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Look, uh, thank you both uh, for addressing this issue. Kieran Hogan, owner of the Clockwork Door Escape Rooms and Venue in Temple Bar, and Neil Ring, Dublin City Councillor and former Lord Mayor. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.